The following message is the opinions of the host and may be considered to be a conspiracy. Viewer discretion is advised. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. I don't know where that came from. How do I know that? And it turned out that nobody knew it. And I was getting really freaked. With the right conditions, we have an inversion. That's when I first started saying, they don't know. Nobody really knows. This whole thing is a big sham. And what you're seeing here is the we accept the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that. Okay, guys. Episode number 12 of Unearthing 5D Reality. Um, guys, this episode was awesome. Um, I think we did a thorough expose of the government, of the United States government. We really talked about the Zionists, what's going on um, with modern-day government, right versus left, all of these concepts we went over in this episode. So um, I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, just like any other episode, if you enjoy this episode and want to get the truth out to somebody, make sure you just copy the link and with the share button um, under the episode. You can share with any of your friends and family that might think Trump's a good guy or they think Joe Biden's a good guy, have them listen to this episode. But other than that, what would you like to add, Derek, to the introduction? You have anything for everybody? Yeah, I just can't express our gratitude for you guys. I really appreciate you guys. We really do love you and we want the best for the world. Uh, I do kind of want to let you guys know that Caleb and I are working on doing a live once a week for members only uh, where you could come in and interact with us and ask us questions and we could present the world in the way that we see it and grow this community to a point where there is no way you could ignore it. Uh, we, we will need, we're going to get to a point where it's undeniable and unignorable and the people are going to be forced to see reality in the way it is. And in doing so, we are going to change the world and we're going to do it with your help. So just thank you so much for all of you that are here. Thank you for all of you who subscribe. Uh, even if you're just passing by, we're just thankful for you. We really are. I wouldn't be here if you weren't even slightly in the mindset of waking up. So even if you're here as a hater, we know the truth. We know that you are blossoming and that one day you're going to be a beautiful flower so just thank you so much to everybody and enjoy the show okay guys so in today's episode basically what me and derek want to get across to everybody is that america is not what it's been painted out to be um, neither is the political parties, the Democratic, the Republican parties. None of this is what it's been made out to be. And it seems like it's all just a, a way to control us, essentially. Is that kind of what you'd say, Derek? Yeah, in my opinion, it almost seems as if the entire finding and founding of America was to create a non-hostile takeover of, of the world through going within. If you fight somebody physically and you physically force them into slave labor, they're going to resist. They're not going to work as hard. Uh, it's just it's not going to be as beneficial as if you were to convince the slave that they're free, convince the slave that they chose their job and convince the slave to do all of the labor necessary to build their empire. People under the assumption of being free, they completely ignore the fact of the reality behind that. And in doing so, they've been able to take over the whole world through going within your mind. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like what it sounds like when you say that, what I picture is like we're like the guinea pigs essentially we're like the guinea pig nation where um they didn't do it like you know china's doing it or these other like north korea if north korea is even the way that it's painted to us for all we know we're just getting propaganda here and it's completely normal there who knows but um it's it's truly astounding to like actually look at this from a bird's eye view and see the ties to freemasonry to the central banks and to zionists at the end of the day um basically controlling everything and controlling all of the wealth and um in history when um these people control all the wealth there's huge crashes like uh like i don't know the exact numbers but once it gets to to below like five percent that's when shiz gets really bad and um me and derek were talking off air and uh, derek if you'd like to tell everybody kind of what's going on with the federal reserve right now might be a little bit of a sign yeah, so uh, obviously there is no real information on it quite yet, and this is just purely speculation, but uh, it is a fact that they had just erected a 10-foot wall around the Federal Reserve Bank made out of concrete. Uh, and so whenever the government prepares like this, they're anticipating something big, right? They don't just go build a wall around a public building that's been there forever, unless if they have anticipations on there being some kind of collapse stock market wise, dollar wise, whatever it is. Um, I mean, last year, or maybe as early this year, there was speculation that the United States contract with the Federal Reserve was up, and they had signed a temporary extension to this contract. But when, when it's done, they they either have to renew their agreements, or the United States has to find a new form of uh, dollars. Before we even like really go too crazy, I want you guys to think about what the Federal Reserve is, Okay. We pay, it's not a federal company, just so you know, it's not our government. Our government does not print our money. Our government pays the big banks of the world who we're going to tie to the Zionists. The government pays them to print our money at an interest. This interest ranges anywhere from one fourth of 1% all the way up to 20%. If you guys like, just think about this for a second. If you loan me a hundred bucks and I owe you back a hundred dollars, all of my money comes from you that you gave me. How in the world am I supposed to pay back $120 with the 100 bucks? Okay, think about this. They charge 20% interest. All of the money in the United States comes from them. What that means is there can't be more money than what they give us, but the money they give us is taxed at 20%. So for every $100, we have to pay back 120, but we only have $100 to do this with. This is why they call it winning in the the uh, the economy you're winning or you're losing somebody has to lose because somebody has to fail with their real estate or with their business or any form of of profitable income somebody has to fail because that money that is required to pay the interest for the loans in which we've received has to come from somebody okay uh, you guys need to pay some attention to what's happening and we're going to tie all of this together with all of the big industries, big oil, big pharmaceutical, big education, big government, and the lobbyists and everything that that has taken over the infrastructure of our world. Yeah, I really hope and a goal of mine is to paint a clear picture to just kind of show that 
these guys are all working together. Like I have so many people, even in my own life, I'm sure Derek is the same way. I'm sure people listening right now are going to jive with this, that you have family members that think Trump is going to come back and like save us. Or, you know, they have this like, like that, that is so like so far off to me now, knowing that the earth is flat, knowing all of these things are complete lies. Like why didn't Donald Trump come out and tell everyone the earth's flat? Why was he funding NASA? Why did he start start Space Force? Like all of these questions will be asked this episode, and I really want to paint a picture um, uh, or just kind of a broad picture, even with a broad brush, just to show everybody kind of what's going on, at least the the, the top couple stones of the pyramid, if we can. Well, and absolutely. And, and before anything, I want everybody to know that we are all a product of our environment. And a lot of the suffering and the, the things that people actually do to others is because hurt people hurt people, okay? So we cannot fix this issue by targeting the people. We have to fix the environment in which the people exist. Otherwise, the environment's going to breed more problems and more more people are going to grow up in this this world with a negative outlook, a survival of the fittest. You must go down so I can go up attitude. And this is what we're tr- we're really going to try really hard to paint the picture on how all of these major industries have come together to not only steal your money, but to steal the very essence, what it means to be a human. Yeah, well, they also, um, before we get into everything, they've done the same thing through the music industry, through the TV shows, through the movies, all of that uh, over the years has become more violent, um, more vulgar. Um, just the, the, the stuff that's exposed to children at a young age nowadays would be completely just like looked at as insanity to show on TV or on the radio that we're doing nowadays, like with what's going on in the industry and the rap industry right now, uh, in my opinion, it's all just, it's all control there. These people are the same way in the music industry as it is with the politicians. All of these people are picked and they're picked if they're able to listen, if they're able to go along with the script well enough, and if they're able to read it at the pace that they need to in front of a TV screen or in front of a camera. And that's how I see it. Well, I'm so happy you brought that up. I wasn't sure how we were going to dig into this but one of the biggest things that i see happening in the music industry and the television industry is these people will create a character that your child can relate to little nas x miley cyrus they create these characters that are good wholesome loving people who who are just like your children and your children get excited they get attached to this person and as time goes on they morph that character into what you know as miley cyrus what we know as little Nas X, and they teach your children that this is a natural part of growing up, that you can start sweet and innocent, but decide one day to dry hump the devil, to hump the screen on the TV. And what they're doing is they're literally, it's like a, I call it Satan's net. And they, they're skimming through the world, trying to grab as many of us as they can through this process of turning your child into an idolizing one of their characters, and then morphing their character into what they want out of society. They want you to see society as Miley Cyrus. They want you to turn society into a Miley Cyrus because they're at the end of the day, they're trying to like dissolve the nuclear family. They want, they want to change the very essence of what we are born to do. Yeah, exactly. There. And, and just like anything else, just like with the heliocentric lie, all of this, they're just trying to, 
base all of humanity into a fantasy-based reality. That's how I see it. They're trying to get us as far away from like nature, going outside, grounding ourselves. They want us plugged into the Matrix. They want us putting on the VR headsets. They want us turning on Fortnite and gaming for 25 hours um, straight. Like That's what they want. That's what they want us using our time for. They don't want us sitting down and, and thinking, what's the best book I should buy? What? How many books should I read a year? They don't want us investing our time into things that uh, would actually make us smarter they just want us to be dumb um idiots easy to control and i'm pretty sure there's a well-known quote of rockefeller of somebody in the rockefellers whether it was um john um, d rockefeller or whoever um saying that they want a nation uh, full of idiots basically not thinkers well what what he was essentially trying to do is he wanted to create a vocal uh vocational behavior school where your children go to school to learn how to work for somebody else, to raise their hand, to wait in line. And essentially, like Caleb was saying, the the matrix, right? Like people hear this word and they think like the matrix show. The matrix control system is, it is the government. It is your TV. It is all of the things that influence you into behaving the way that they want you to. Because if we pay attention to the right things, the world gets better. If we pay attention to the wrong things, the world gets worse. That's because whether you believe you actually physically manifest the world around you, or if you believe your actions manifest the world around you through the actions in which you take, it doesn't matter that the outcome is the same thing because everything starts in the human mind. Everything, every building, every TV show, it all starts in a mind somewhere. And if they can control what that mind is thinking, they can control what that mind will produce and therefore they will control everything. Yep. Just so I know, and I know I'm on the same page as you, and just for the audience, because a lot of people might not know this as well, the audience, Derek. Um, John D. Rockefeller, this was his quote, by the way, I don't want a nation of thinkers. I want a nation of workers. So there's him just straight up telling everybody. This is um, called, I've been reading a book called Secret Societies and Psychological Warfare. Um, I'd recommend if you guys want to pick it up. It's a really good read. Um, it's kind of gone over the history. It's gone a little bit into Freemasonry, which I've got multiple books on Freemasonry. I was super interested in Freemasonry. Um, I actually considered joining Freemasonry before I had like known like what they were about like before i'd even got into like flat earth or anything because it was just a cult and by a cult that's just hidden information just you know hidden information from the public um it just seemed like secret like a secret club so i didn't know what to think um and and honestly where i live i'm surrounded by um mormons um and essentially the mormon religion stemmed from freemasonry where um jo uh, joseph smith stole the actual like rituals and things that the freemasons do he stole that and implemented it into the temple of the um, mormon religion or the latter-day saints whatever you want to call them um so i'm very familiar with it and i, I kind of grew up in something kind of similar like they have like the melchizedek priesthood like there's a lot of things going around it that i i've drawn a lot and they the, like they say zion a lot which we when we're talking we're going to talk a lot and we're me and derek are going to have to say zionists a lot um because there's a whole term made up for people that um, are derogatory towards the Jewish faith, which is anti-Semitism. And me and Derek are the furthest thing from anti-Semitic. Um, we are 
completely cool with Jewish people. I'm cool with Christians. I'm cool with whoever. I want to read all the holy scriptures, like all the books across the whole world. So when we're referencing Zionists, we're talking about a very small subsection, a very small percentage of the Jewish community that is in control of like 90% of the world. Did I word that, Derek, or would you word that any different? Yeah, absolutely. Before anything, I just want every one of you to know that regardless of your political stance or your religious views, in our eyes, you're you're a beautiful creation. We know that this environment is what it is and uh, that it's we're being controlled because the Zionists have turned us on each other. They've taught everybody that it's the white people who are doing this. It's like, don't like this society because they're doing that. And really what they're doing is they're playing both sides of the fence because they want you and me fighting over these things when really they are the ones who are doing it. And this is why they hide behind these, these mass organizations and they use the media. They use everything, your school, the air you breathe, yeah. everything is contributing to, to how we actually feel. Yeah. Me and Derek have thoroughly covered what's going on in the air, what's going on in the water, um, what's going on in the school system. We, I want to cover a little bit. I don't know how much content we've got on that, but even from the way I've read in books that the way that they situated kids, the way that they, like the seating arrangement is was specifically designed for like type to, to simulate like factory type work. The, the easiest way to brainwash somebody hands down and it works every single time is repetition. When you present something to somebody long enough and loud enough, they will accept it as the reality. Uh, I'd like to take a second to ask you guys to be aware of what you're seeing around you. How many times a day do you see the globe? How many times a day mm -hmm. do you see these different things that they're trying to brainwash into you? Because if you see it when the movie starts, if you see it on your iPhone, if you see it here, or you see it there, it 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 just reinforces the your idea that this thing is actually happening. And so the school is nothing but a repetition device that is designed to get you to to rinse and repeat, to show up, to wait in line, to raise your hand. And you do this for 12 years. You have a sub, you're subordinate to the people above you. You have somebody who is telling you what you have to do, how you have to answer this question. And this is effectively making you uh, learn what to think and not how to think. And so the entire base of the school system, as Caleb pointed out, is that they want to create a nation of workers. That's what vocational behavior is. It's, it's people who are just, who aren't good enough to raise themselves or to be their own boss. So they, they need to learn how to be somebody else's employee. And this is because these corporations had a plan 100, 140 years ago to take over the world. And they did it through going within you. And convincing you of these silly things so that way there you you just go along with it because you don't feel special you don't feel like you're important you don't feel like you were designed and when you remove all of the the very essence of what makes a person a person you you create a shell and that shell is something that they could inhabit through through your mind by convincing you of their ideas by forcing their philosophy on you and when you when you're a shell because you you don't feel full of the truth they can con control you simply by controlling what you learn and look around, see how people respond and react to things that they don't know anything about. They don't know anything about the stuff that they're arguing, but they will argue with you about it. And, and then they'll turn around and tell you that you're stupid because you chose to think about it and they chose to just believe it. All of the stuff that they tell you, I'm telling you, if you guys just stop for one minute and think about it, I say it every day, just think about it. You will be free. But you've been taught what to think, 
not how to think. And because you don't know how to think, you do not know how to steer away from their program. Yeah. And if you want a short course to how to think, in my opinion, what I do with um, media that I intake or any any content I intake from anybody, I don't care how much I trust you. If I'm listening to it, um, I am filtering it and I am I am judging it um, in my own head to, to test its validity. And if it has the ring of truth around it um, or just if it has, you know, just truth to it, um, you, you've got to take everything and almost assume that it's wrong, especially from the media or anything that you're seeing on um, social media that is, you know, like left wing, right wing from the government, you know, like there's so many topics like aliens, things like that. All of these things, you've got to take it at face value and really question it and then start to critically think, is this even possible? Um, But I want to start getting into Freemasonry a little bit because when you look into this, it is completely meshed and intertwined with the creation of this government and other governments before us, um, like um, like Great Britain, where we came from. <laughs> like, like they have um, Scottish, right, Freemasonry all across the world. Like Freemasonry, at the end of the day, is one of the oldest things, um, one of the oldest secret societies. And all of our founding fathers were essentially Freemasons, like so many of them were Freemasons. Absolutely. And and before we completely jump into Freemasonry, I just I want to give you guys the best advice I can provide for like how to change the way you think is to question yourself. If you don't know to question yourself, you're not going to know enough to question the other people around you. And you reflect on your behavior and see if it's something that you decided yourself through your own understanding of the world or if it's something somebody implanted in your mind to control you if you reflect on your actions you reflect on your feelings you will see that 99 percent of all of our actions are based off of a sub subconscious programming that was implanted in your mind before you were old enough to question it so please just reflect on yourself but i wanted to ask you caleb uh what changed your mind what was the thing on freemasonry that did open your eyes up to the truth of it and to actually generate a distrust for a, a party that you once saw as worth, worthy of joining. Yeah, it was. It's a, that's a really good question because I used to look at it just like I I was kind of stuck. Like I didn't know what I was doing with my life at that time. Um, I wasn't dating anybody. I was kind of just in a job, just going through the motions. And I, I wanted like I, I at the end of the day, um, I want to do a, an episode on astrology. But what I'm learning from astrology and my um astrology, and this might be you know people rolling their eyes in the back of their head right now, but um. I totally think that the the people in charge are using astrology. Oh, I had an, a crazy quote from somebody. Uh, they were basically saying that, oh, no, millionaires don't use astrology. Billionaires use you astrology. Yeah, 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 essentially. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but uh, like with my chart, I'm very Aquarian, like super Aquarian. That's why I'm so damn weird. But um, also I like, like I've found this new love for reading and finding information and things like that. So I feel like I was kind of just like unearthing that, like finding that kind of like that passion and wanting that. So I, I was thinking about joining, but I started looking into it. I wanted to, I look at everything from both sides. That's how I easily found flat earth because I had no idea that there were people running around saying the earth was flat in the 20th century i i had i literally from the schooling system had no clue that people were doing that and then i get on social media and i i see um one of dave's youtube video anyway blah blah blah. that sent me down the flat earth but um what sent me down freemasonry 
I started finding um, TikToks saying that people didn't like it. I was curious, why don't people like it? And then um, eventually I found the YouTube video, and I'm curious if you've seen it, Derek. Let me know. Is it the one where he talks about uh, their their private motto? Where about the uh... he just like he exposes the whole thing. Like he shows their rituals. He talks about the rituals, like how they'll cut their stomachs open and rip out their their intestines and throw them over their shoulders if they tell what they're learning okay, and stuff. Yeah. Like and yes, so. Um, what I remember from that was their oath of Freemasonry and how gross it was and like the different levels, the higher you climb, the more the punishment and you're not, yeah. it won't kill you. Like if you're of whatever degree, the first ones won't kill you and the last one will. So you could suffer the whole time. But if you're lower degree, that one, they'll kill you. Yeah, it was sick. It it, it really is disgusting dude there's so much there and if you look into the other secret societies as well dude the rituals and the stuff that these grown men are doing behind closed door uh, doors are really sickening they eat poop it's disgusting like they literally (laughs) eat poop you guys i don't Um, doubt it i i do just kind of want to throw it out there for everybody that not all freemasons are even aware of what's yeah. happening up the ladder and you don't climb from the bottom to get to the top okay you can within the normal one but the the one that's outside of the norm the one that we're actually talking about you have to be invited so you could go from a non-freemason to a 33 degree uh psycho without ever going through the normal ranks because it's not the same thing they're hiding amongst it's sheep and wolf's clothing okay they are hiding amongst the people because freemasons like in your town are probably the people who who feed the homeless they're the people who try to bring up uh the people like they're just nice people who try to do things but yes they've got all their secrets and whatever but at the end of the day it's it's those on top who control the actual narrative of our reality and part of that control is convincing you that they're they're not bad. They're inside of this Freemasonry. Uh, one thing you guys should all know, and you could Google this to find it, find it to be true. MTV is Masonic television. It is not music television. It's Masonic television. Go look up where they had the very first MTV studio was inside of a Masonic lounge. And I don't remember the city, but it's Masonic TV, not musical television. And this the MTV is how they were able to get all of these social experiments out there like Jersey Shore and all of these other things because <laughs> you see these people on the TV and you see how they're acting and you think it's okay because look they're they're getting paid to do this they're they're on TV this has to be something that I need to do and so they're able to convince you to completely ditch everything you knew growing up to be like them because they they know that people want to be seen they know that people want to be recognized and if if they could make people famous by putting stupid stuff on the TV, well, guess what? They're going to get stupid stuff in the public. Yep, exactly. Um, the YouTube video that me and Derek are talking about, if anybody's curious and wants to watch it, it's like three hours long. But if you're just wanting to understand right away kind of it, it, overall what's going on, again, at the top levels of Freemasonry, we don't think that the dudes that are paying their yearly fees, showing up and holding hands at the lodge and saying their mantras, we don't think that those dudes are devil worshipers. They don't they don't know what they're doing at the end of the day. It's compartmentalized. And you, I, from 
from my study and what I've learned about Freemasonry in the books that I've read, it doesn't sound like you get a lot of knowledge or even um, learn that you're making oaths towards Lucifer or the light bearer, quote unquote, that Manly P. Hall calls him um, till like the 30th degree. And then through the 30th, 31st, 32nd, 33rd, the rituals get really crazy and you learn really quickly what you've gotten yourself into. And um, after you've signed away, you've basically signed away your life at that point. You've given them penal authority over your body, and this is written in their little books where they detail what will happen to you if you expose their secrets, if you expose what's going on or, or anything like that because it is a secret society, and anybody that is a Freemason owes you nothing, and they do not especially owe you to tell you the truth, and they never will because if they do and the, their lodge finds out, they'll kill them. Well, and they have they legally can too. They've like sworn they've like written contracts and signed contracts for these people. So that's what I feel like it might be happening with a lot of these people that are getting off. Did you see what happened with Aaron? What's that one? Did you see that? I can't remember the celebrity's name. Aaron, Derek, do you, did you? I'm, see? I'm the worst with names. Bro. Okay, you're good. You're good. <laughs> well, essentially, there's this guy named Aaron, and a lot of the viewers probably will know. Definitely put in the comment sections, um, members, if you got, can help everybody out. Um, there's this guy named Aaron that reached out to Kanye West to try to talk to him and, and like get getting cahoots with him with whatever's going on with Kanye West, and the dude's gone, dead completely and he was like making videos on youtube saying he needed 100k to get out of town to like escape the government um because they were going to kill him and then they called it a suicide or something like that he's he's gone he's dead um a couple days later so um what what might be happening is these people might have sworn their lives away that's what i feel like these people are being off in the general public almost like a ritual and nobody's doing anything well uh so from what i've learned through my studies of freemasonry uh you're introduction ritual for graduating into a higher level consists of a crime that would put you away for life uh, murder sacrifice whatever it is they humiliation a lot of it's humiliation where they make you do something that you wouldn't want the public to see and because you don't want to go to prison especially as a freemason rat uh they, you don't come out and speak because if you do they've got dirt on you you committed a a lifetime sentence crime or you created uh, you did something that's so humiliating, like eating poop, that you're not going to come out and say something because you're embarrassed, you're scared for your life. And so the in their mind, the only logical thing to do after you go through these ceremonies is to continue to go through these things because you're in it. And once you're in it, you're in it and you can't leave it, um, not in a safe way anyways. And so this is how they, they control you. They get you to commit a, a major felony and once you do that, you're owned by them because you are now, it's your life or the truth. And so most people who make it to that level, they're going to choose their life 100% of the time uh, because that's how they got to where they are in the first place. You don't get high in this world if you're for other people. You get high in this world if you're for yourself. And so it's just, <laughs> it's just sickening, guys. It really is. Yeah, and that's that's basically what all Aleister Crowley encompassed was, you know, do what thou will and it shall be the law. Like that's like what Lucifer, Lucifer and uh, like Satanism is essentially at the end of the day. But um, I want to read um, this 
this text I found online, um, kind of detailing how many of these guys were Masons and just kind of the history of it. So this is a little lengthy, but let's get through it. And before I do, um, this is kind of similar to what we see what's going on with like Jews nowadays. Like celebrities aren't openly saying they're Jewish or things like that, but they are. And then we're finding out on the back end and it, like people, I, I, one example would be like, um, what's going on with LeBron James? Like all I've been, I've seen so many tweets showing LeBron James, like holding hands with Jewish people, like, like the top, top percent, like the Zionists that think we're all slaves for them. Like we're cattle. That's essentially um, how they view us. But um, let me read this. Many Americans celebrate our founding father and fathers and all they did to help create our country. What few of them know is that many of the founding fathers were also Freemasons. Some of the more notable founding fathers to also be Masons are George Washington, Ben Franklin, um, Paul Revere led a Massachusetts chapter, John Hancock, um, and Chief Justice John Marshall, who greatly influenced the shaping of the Supreme Court. Altogether, it is believed that about 99 of the 56 men that signed the Declaration of Independence were Masons, and about 13 of the 39 that signed the U.S. Constitutions were also Masons. And there's this there's this portrait sitting right next to this text of George Washington under like the whole Freemasonry getup with the two pillars on the side and the checkered floor and everything. Um, and it says right under it, George Washington is one of the most famous Freemasons from the founding fathers. In the picture, you can see George Washington wearing his Mason apron, which is uh, which was very special to the organization. So that should tell you in and of itself right there from the start that this was founded by a bunch of guys that were in a secret society. The thing you have to understand about this secret society is when you swear oaths, these oaths are above all. So were these people really serving the people at the end of the day or were they at uh, or were they first serving their their secret society or their lodge and then the people that's how we really have to look at it but it keeps going on and it says however what is not known about the freemasons and the founding fathers is what their political agenda was over the years many scholars have tried to dig up files and letters in order to better understand what the masons were trying to accomplish when helping found the united states little have had any luck but most find nothing at all the masons took great pride in ensuring that their order stayed private in what was known to the outside and, and not known to the outside world that's exactly what they do me and derek definitely know that and anybody that's researched masonry knows these oaths are said so you don't say crap you these guys will never speak because their life depends it and anybody that is connected to them their life might depend on it as well um but it keeps going on Without any concrete evidence of what Masons believed, it has been left open to speculation and interpretation of later Masons and historians. A view that is shared by all is that Masons during the revolutionary period were the ones pushing for America to break away from Great Britain and become its own nation, which I completely disagree with because we took Freemasonry from there and just brought it here, essentially the same. Uh, I, like when I look back at this, it's like, and Derek will definitely agree, anybody that has looked into any truth knows that from what we can tell history is a complete lie um, or it's just completely been skewed and it's been like a complete game like what the media is doing now where they just skew everything and they're trying to get your attention one way here or there that didn't start one day back in 1776 or we there this has probably been going on for hundreds if not thousands of years would you agree Derek oh absolutely these people have figured out how to control us through the narrative 
Uh, there's a there's an actual name for it. It's every 80 years, the, the world goes through cycles. Uh, four generations, because the first generation, they're going through hard times. So they work hard and they build up and then they create an easier world. And then the people who exist in the world that's easier because of the hard times, they create poor times. And then those poor times, people create a harder world. And so it's a cycle. And these people... History repeats itself because that's how they control us. It's it's literally a cycle that we're all going through. Many of you know the saying that nothing new is under the sun, but how many of you knew that was an actual quote from the Bible? Okay, nothing new under the sun comes from the Bible. That's where it comes from. And this is because it was it was prophesied that we're going to go through these cycles over and over and over and each at the end of each rhythm it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse and then eventually it's going to reach a boiling point where at the at the end what some people call the apocalypse is when when the people finally see what's actually happening i do not have a doom and gloom view i believe that it might get really ugly as these people have be, get removed but afterwards, I, I I truly do believe that we the people are so capable that we have so much hope and that if we all just put our minds together and worked for the better of humanity, that that's what we would get. Oh, dude, it would only it would take a very small percentage of the population. Look how much influence me and you can have. And if everybody else started like doing what we have done and started trying to get the truth out there and, and cared as much as we are caring and as, as much as our community is caring by supporting us. It's just a matter of getting this type of information into everybody's minds and especially the next generation um, is how I would see it for sure. But I'd love to um, before we get into the next hour, because we are getting towards the the top of the hour let's for the first hour start to build the timeline that you've built here the world timeline that you built can you kind of um give everybody uh just a rundown of um kind of how you see things pre from like 1849 i see here that you've started so basically what i've come to understand is mid 1800s uh we 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 came out of the what we would call like the dark ages of uh illness and these things if you believe the narrative i don't know how much i trust any of that but the the history that we do have is that in the mid 1800s we developed the antibiotics and we developed a cleaner way of life which started to eradicate these diseases well what they've done is is they fooled us by this big pharmaceuticals they created these vaccines that were ployed out to help the people, but really the disease that they were created against was already declining because of better health, better food, better water, cleaner uh, ways of life. People used to throw poop out the window, if you believe, if you believe the narrative. Uh, so like we obviously cleaned up and people started to get healthier. Well, the Rockefellers saw this as an advantage. The Rockefellers is in bed with the big banks. They're in bed with your big education. They're in bed with the big pharmaceutical. And ultimately, they're in bed with our government. So what they did was they saw this potential for changing and steering the direction of health in general by creating these different methods of uh, convincing the people that they needed this pharmaceutical. And one of the major things that they did was they actually, in 1880 to 1925 is when it started and finished, uh, they actually were able to buy the doctors of the United States. And how what I mean is, is they offered a million dollars to any doctor that would stop teaching naturopathic medicine and only treat their patients 
with big pharmaceutical drugs. Pharmaceutical was not developed by the Rockefellers, but he took it over and turned it into what we see today. When it was first developed, it was good. It was antibiotics. It was these different things that helped uh, get rid of a lot of these problems that we did face in uh, germ theory, however you want to believe it. Like there, you know, people get sick. And so they were able to like what he saw was, hey, like this is actually helping people. And he took it over and he turned it into what we see today. And by paying these doctors a million dollars to swap over from naturopathic medicine over to this pharmaceutical drugs, they effectively removed nature away from the body, which your body is part of nature. So to remove nature from the body is to remove health from the body. And so by doing this, they generated a world where you depend on them because you need this pill. If you stop taking this pill, you die. If you don't take this pill with that pill, you die. But this pill causes this problem, so now you need this problem. And so it, it all began your health because they knew that if they could control you and scare the people into believing that they need them through things like the Spanish flu influenza, which I'm here to tell you right now was not what they what they t- told us. You could find documents from Dr. Fauci that shows that 85% of everybody who died from the Spanish flu influenza They didn't die from flu. They died from wearing a mask. And this is, this is a fact guys. They died from secondhand pneumonia from breathing in their own waste. But because the people were so gullible and so caught up in the idea that this was a real thing, sound familiar, they bought into it. People were wearing the masks and they created the Spanish flu influenza and then they fixed it, right? Then they were able to heal the people. And this really kicked off people's trust in big pharmaceuticals. And this is when we saw the decline of naturopathic medicine. And it began America's downfall, the world's downfall, into a pharmaceutical dependent, overweight, unhealthy, fearful population that is easy to control. Isn't that disgusting? Nowadays, people will say that. I'll hear that all the time. People will say, Dude, without modern medicine, uh, we would have so many people dying during births and like we would be screwed. Like modern medicine has given us everything. And through surgeries and different things like that, of course, there are some benefits to um, the modern health system that is going on today. But basically what they've done is they're taking like the herbs and the different things that the earth is creating and they're synthesizing them to the point where they're kind of doing the same thing, but not, but also causing side effects so that you'll need more pills and things like that and then completely patenting it like basically patenting mother nature in one way shape or form but um isn't that so weird that people will say that um that back in the day oh whatever these vaccines came through when we had polio or we had um these other you know bad diseases come through and start wiping out the population they'll say that the vaccines and modern medicine were what saved everybody but it was just a matter of telling everybody that they could take off their masks exactly these people control you through fear They create a problem, then they create the solution, and they sell it to you. This is a major tactic of the world around you. Uh, And so in order for us to be able to break free from what we are experiencing, we absolutely need to start thinking for ourselves, look back into history, and see the correlation between vaccines and the, the immunity of the people. 1955 is when the polio vaccine came out. Look up. When was the most amount of cases ever of polio? 1955. And it's not the it's not the only case. Every single case, the the disease is on a decline, and then the vaccine comes out. It gets a massive spike, and then the disease is on a de- decline again. These people are literally poisoning us, 
And then they're convincing you that what you need for this poison is to go in and get a vaccine that has dead babies in it. Vaccines have dead babies in them. Why do you think they're pushing the narrative of abortions? It's because they need the stem cells from these dead babies to to put them in your shots so that you can inject them. It's a ritual. You're injecting dead babies into your baby in the name of health. Yeah, literally. And if you guys want to know more about the vaccines and different things like that, definitely reference our COVID episode. We put a lot of research into that one. Exactly. And so um, I I wanted to kind of tie it all together as far as like uh, big pharmaceutical, big banks. They were founded, the same people were in bed together. So uh, not only did Rockefeller create the school curriculum in which we all follow today, not only did he fund the million dollars for every doctor to ditch homeopathic, but he also was a major part of the banking crisis. In 1907, uh, the, the stock market crashed. Everybody got nervous and they started pulling their money out of the stock. And this was a ploy to get people to fear the collapse of the dollar so they could create the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve was literally born because the stock market began to crash. And during the crashing of the stock market, which was complete control demolition, they generated a new third party bank that had FDIC and it was guaranteed for uh, for people to use it and you, you put your money into these banks and then they charge you interest to loan it. They they charge you a monthly fee to have your money in their bank. Somebody even told me, well, banking provides a service. How do you expect them to do it for free? It ain't for free. Banking should be controlled by our government who I'm sorry, hate to break it to you, but you're paying hundreds of dollars a week for your government to be in charge. The bank should be underneath the the government's taxes and it should be free every dollar you spend is going to the same group of people yeah exactly and um i wanted to detail a little bit just because this is something that i had recently figured out but um a lot of countries uh like like what hitler did where he was kicking jews out or he was asking them to leave if you go listen to speeches and i don't want this to go down that road but if you go listen to hitler um speech like in his actual public like um speeches like he doesn't say anything like that crazy he's basically saying that the zion the zionists are coming through and they want control of everything they want to institutionalize a central bank they want control of our money they want control of the education system that's essentially what these people do but uh, it was there was way more than one country that was kicking um this 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 um, religion out of their countries essentially they were kicking just to put it blatant they were kicking jews out of their country for essentially what they were teaching as far as usury and what usury is and in some eastern religions across the world usury is against um, their religion where you give people money in form of interest in in return for interest that's what usury is and usury back in the days like i don't know like 50s 40s 30s like if you were having like over 5% interest. That was way too much. That's usury. Nowadays, you can see credit cards as high as 19 to like, I've seen cards at like 30%, 33%, which is the most crazy form of of usury and also control that I could think of. W- what would you add to that, Derek? Oh, well, what I would add to that is you guys go check out the video I do edit the other day. When you were born and they pro- you pay this, fee for your birth certificate 
you're you're not just giving the government money to print a certificate. You are giving the government money to create a trust in your name. And what do we know about trusts? They mature. And what happens when a trust matures? It becomes valuable. This is how they effectively were able to remove gold as the standard for the American dollar. And you now back the dollar. You, me, Caleb, all of us, we back the United States dollar because when you're born, they buy a trust in your name and that trust matures. When you turn 18, it is worth millions of dollars and you go to a bank to get a loan and the bank actually withdraws the money off of your trust and then they sell it back to you at interest, okay? They're doing this with credit cards. They're doing this with car loans. They're doing this with bank loans. Anytime you ever get a line of credit or you ever use a bank for a loan, these people are withdrawing your own money because that is where all of the money in the United States comes from. It doesn't come from anywhere else. When you get a social security card, you effectively back the United States dollar because when you get a social security card and you're born, the government knows that you're going to have to grow up and work. And when you're working, you're going to pay taxes and those taxes are going to go to backing the money. Okay. This is... We are literally being farmed and we're paying them to do it in more ways than any of you even care to understand. I totally agree, Derek. The The Federal Reserve, the fact that it's privatized and it's not even a, a, a part of the corporation, essentially a part of the U.S. government, but they put the word federal in front of it like they're totally trying to mislead everybody. But I wanted to read this quote. This is an incredible quote that I think everybody might find interesting. Um, and I want to give a little bit of a background to the guy that made the quote. His name was Montague Norman. Um, he was an English banker best known for his role in the as the governor of the bank of England from 1920 to 1944. Um, Norman led the bank during the toughest period in modern British economic history and was noted for his somewhat raffish, I think I'm saying it right, raffish character. I've never heard that word. That's another one to add to the vocabulary. Raffish character and arty appearance. A very influential figure, Norman, according to the Wall Street Journal, was referred to as the currency dictator of Europe. Um, This is his quote right here. Um, This guy was giving the quote, this quote to um, addressing the United States Banker Association in New York. This one's in 1924, just so everybody can get a timeline here. Um, Quote, capital must protect itself in every way possible, every possible way, both by combination and legislation. Debts must be collected mortgages foreclosed as rapidly as possible when through process of law the common people lose their homes they will become more docile and more easily governed through the strong arm of the government applied by a central power of wealth under leading financiers these truths are well known among our principal men who are now engaged in forming an imperialism to govern the world by dividing the voter through the political party system, we can get them to expend their energies in fighting for questions of no importance. It is thus, by discreet action, we can secure ourselves that which has been so well planned and so successfully accomplished. If that doesn't tell you in and of itself what these bankers are doing as far as with the political system and also your home loans and your mortgages, I don't know how else you could say it. Well, that that quote perfectly backs what I was saying earlier about how somebody has to lose, foreclose as soon as possible. This because they'll foreclose, and you you have a home for say you have your house for fifteen years, you pay fifteen thousand dollars a year for your home. At the end of the fifteen, like you're midway through your mortgage and you fail, what they'll do is they'll sell your mortgage 
to another party and you lose all of your money and it's hardly ever an independent person who buys your mortgage. It's usually somebody who's flipping houses. So they'll buy it at a low price. Yeah. And then they'll resell it at market value. So every dollar you paid into it, the banks get all of that money. And then the new new buyer who buys it, they pay full market value. So that house gets sold twice. And that makes up the 20% interest in which we owe to the Federal Reserve is when you have something that you can't pay for and you lose it. This is what the housing crisis in 2009 was all about. They wanted the Federal Reserve was doing a grab for uh, trying to get the debt like get their money. And so they they overloaned homes to people because they knew that many of them were going to fail. And then they knew that the people who were going to buy them were going to flip them. And voila, these people made millions of dollars and paid off their debts while generating new debt. Yep, exactly. Um, I know that we've only got a couple more minutes until the top of the hour, and we've got a lot more content and stuff that we want to say around this topic. So, uh, yeah, is there anything really important? Because we only do have a couple more minutes um, that you want to get across to the first hour. So I, I just really hope what everybody takes away from this is the reason why we focus so hard on trying to bring awareness to corruption of the world is because all of these things that we're talking about are like they could hide from this okay they could have a fall guy like jeffrey epstein mm-hmm. they, they could just bury themselves in people who are oh we're not responsible we had no idea that was happening but this is why we really really try super hard for you guys to understand about the globe lie these people need to be exposed and when you expose them for what they've done to us as far as our entire living conditions then the whole thing collapses all of it We would never allow them, any one of them, back in power once the people realize what's happening. And so at the end of the day, the reason why we focus and fight so hard to bring awareness to the the true shape of our realm is because it is... It's an attempt at dismantling the powers that have taken over our world. And they've taken over through through controlling what you think, making you think you're a monkey that evolved and that if you want to survive, well, somebody's got to lose so you could win. And it's just, it's really sad to see the state of the world. And it's even more sad to see how people attack, like Caleb and I, for simply trying to say, hey, wait a minute, you're better than this, we're better than this, and we're being played by corporations. To Like, people attack us for that. And it's just weird. It's completely beyond the pale what's going on in the modern education system, and it, it completely ties to all of the people that me and Derek have been talking about today, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers. All of these Zionists came in. They changed the shape of the earth. They changed the the root of where we came from to evolution. Everybody came from an amoeba. You came from a fish, which evolved into a monkey, which evolved into a human, but we've still got amoebas, and we've still got monkeys somehow, but... Um, it, it's all literally again beyond the pale. I, I after having my eyes completely open to this, looking into this more and more, the more that we dig and the more that we unearth about our history and what is going on with our history and what's happened previous to us even getting here, um, it, it is it's truly sad. And I'm I'm so glad that we have this platform. Um, which again, just like every episode, shout out to the members that are supporting us and subscribing and um helping us do this and and giving us the platform to be able to do this because the website does cost money to run and everything and we plan on upgrading it which costs thousands of dollars so you guys make it all possible the members um and other than that derek if you have anything else i'd like to start getting into the second hour where we just keep talking crap on the government essentially 
Uh, I just want to thank all of you uh, from our fans to our haters, to the subscribers, to those of you who are just popping by. I really appreciate you. Caleb really appreciates you. And we understand that this world is so corrupt and there's so we're fighting against so much propaganda that I just want to personally say that I, I do not hold anything against any of you. I sure I get mad and I'll respond and sound like I'm, but that's at the end of the day, I, I understand where you're coming from. And all we're trying to do is fix the state of the world that we live in. And you can't do that by focusing on little issues. You have to attack the controversial issues. And that's why everything we say triggers a lot of people. That's why a lot of people don't even know how to respond is because we're we're going against everything that you've ever <laughs> been taught. And of course, that's going to be a hard transition. Obviously, we understand that. So again, I just want to thank you. And if, if you're if you're out there and you're on the fence and you're afraid of how people are going to see you, if you admit and say sorry, I just want you guys to know that I do not hold a single thing against anybody, like at all. I really do believe from the bottom of my heart that every single one of you are perfectly capable of seeing through this nonsense. You're perfectly capable of seeing the whole picture. And I just, I can't wait to welcome you with open arms into the truth. Heck yeah. Well, let's um jump into the second hour. I don't have anything else. Again, um, I'd say exactly what Derek said again. Thank you guys so much for everybody that is supporting you. If you're listening for free, even if you hate us, and, and whoever is sharing all the podcasts and getting all the clicks, you guys rock because um, what has happened on my social media is just to give you guys an update. I am so censored. It's not even funny anymore. Um, it takes sometimes up to two days for me to hit 10,000 K views, um, 10,000 views with 100,000 followers in my instagram i'm getting half the views that i'd get for i'm getting half the interaction i'm getting half the messages i see what i'm seeing is they're slowly kicking me out of the algorithm they're just slowly pushing me out so um if you guys want to get this message out and you want to wake up somebody do as you usually do and i can tell that you guys are is just click that share button that's under the um podcast um audio there should just be a share button you can copy the link share it to somebody that you want to wake up to the truth and Hopefully they'll listen to it and like it. So other than that, for everybody that does want to hear the second hour of this content, us exposing what's going on with banks, Freemasonry, and the Zionists, uh, make sure you guys are subscribed, and we will see you guys in the second hour. Thank you guys so much. Okay, guys, members, thank you again. Seriously, we can never thank you guys enough. We're, we're probably going to do that every single episode because you guys are making it happen. Literally, we're going to get these experiments done. We're going to do what we need to do here. Uh, and we're going to keep unearthing the truth. But I wanted to start off the second hour um, with this uh, quote from Edward Bernays. Um, this was his book called Crystallizing Public Opinion. This was in chapter one titled Organizing Chaos. And it, it the quote starts as this. The conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organized habits and opinions of the masses in an, is an important element in democratic society. Those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government, which is the true ruling power of our country. We are governed, our minds molded, our tastes formed, our ideas suggest, suggested largely by men that we have never heard of. Our invisible governors are in many cases unaware of the identity of their fellow members in the inner cabinet. And just to point out, that was written in 1923, pre the Great Depression. 
So this guy was writing in a book explaining, and that's like back in the day, they didn't have TV. This is what people did. They read books. So I'm sure this book was out there and he was trying to get it out to the people. But 1928, he's telling everyone blatantly outright how manipulated our minds, our opinions, everything are. And when you truly wake up to all this, you'll realize it. Cause I know Derek, you relate to this. I know that Derek used to be a Trump supporter as well as me. I used to love Trump. Oh yeah. He's coming to get the pedophiles. Dude. Yeah. The red show club. He's stopping them. No, no. Trump is not stopping the pedophiles. Trump is not coming to save everybody, so all of you Trumpers, just stop holding the line. But the members, I doubt there's any members in here that are Trumpers because you guys are just so smart and everything. But, um, yeah, it, it is really crazy how how formulated our thoughts are at the end of the day by media. Because back in the day, how did people get their thoughts? They read books. <laughs> yeah, they, they talked, they had conversations, and they read books. That's where people got their thoughts. So where do people get their thoughts now? YouTube videos, Twitter posts, Facebook posts, TikToks. And they're not seeing my TikToks or Derek's TikToks anymore. Well, they've completely changed the algorithm now. All these people are getting are girls shaking their butts and whatever else they're clicking like on is what they're seeing all day long. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure many of you are aware of this, but maybe haven't really thought about it. But uh, what makes you you is how you respond to things, right? So uh, that's that's what makes people unique. And so you respond to things based on how you think about them. And so this this generates your actions. So when they control how you think about a situation by blasting it onto the TV, by putting it into music, uh, putting it on the media, they're, they're effectively controlling you and turning you into what they want you to be. They are literally molding you into being a perfect little government slave who not only defends their their illness, but you support it. Okay, this is sick. And like, as Caleb was saying, Trump is not going to save us. And I just can't emphasize that enough for you. There are so many clues, guys. I say it every day. You just need to think and please. Can Can we go into a little bit of that? Can we expose Trump just real quick for everybody that is still hanging on to that? So, yeah, guys. So one thing that you guys need to understand about what Trump has done, Trump, he obviously did Operation Warp Speed. He he fancies himself as the father of the van- the vaccine, and that in itself is sickening. Okay, that's sickening. But also, Wait, where what- has he said that? Does he actually say that he's the father of the vaccine? Oh, uh, I'll pull it up. But yeah, he's definitely <laughs> he fancies himself as like the father of the vaccine. Uh, because he he takes all credit for being the one who got like he says nobody yeah, yeah. without this. You know, like yeah. whatever he did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to say this before we get into it. The way that I see Trump or any of these presidents where like we had a good time, you know, uh, like we had low gas prices, whatever, like people are like, oh, yeah, well, I'd rather have Trump than Biden. Well, no shit, Sherlock, honestly, like no shit. The gas prices were cheaper. The, the housing was better. Yes, I get where people are coming from when they say that. But what was the cost? What was the cost of of having that that docile society that's very happy with their paycheck? It's paying their bills. They're coming home. Nobody's questioning anything. Everybody's loving Trump. Everything's good. And that's essentially what I see happening with Biden. They're trying to starve people and remake people, force people to realize that that was taken away from them. Those low gas prices and that chill way of life was completely taken away from them with, quote unquote, Biden coming in or whatever. But what was the cost of having Trump bring low gas? 
gas prices in, Operation Warp Speed, the 5G towers that he brought in, and more that Derek can detail. Yeah, and before we get into the 5G, I just kind of want to touch basis on the plan, okay? I want you guys to really wrap your head around the actual official narrative on what they say Trump's doing. They're they're literally telling you that this man uh, is allowing the Democrats to destroy the country so the people can see that they need Trump, that they need Republicans, whatever it is, okay? They are allowing people to starve. They're allowing people to lose their houses. They are forcing vaccines on people. They've introduced 5G to the world where vaccines and 5G go together, okay? And we'll get into that. Uh, and so- We've detailed are, that before, Derek. We've, yeah. we've talked about that before in our COVID episode, how the graphene oxide interacts with the 5G. Like that's all in the past that people can go check out. Yeah, exactly. So check out the COVID episode and see exactly how Trump really did lead us into what we're experiencing today. Diesel shortages, you guys. Which is not true at all. That We have so much diesel here in the United States. It's not even funny. What I heard it was is the death because I heard that uh, we have plenty of diesel fuel, but California deregulated or regulated their trucks. Where, so you can't drive an old semi through California. And the newer semis require DEF, D-E-F, and that the number one exporter of DEF in the world is Russia, and Russia cut us off from this DEF because of the way Biden is handling the Ukraine thing, which you guys, if you bought into the Ukraine narrative, just look into it anywhere but the media, anywhere but the media. Whatever is going on in Ukraine is not anti-people. It's for the people. It's anti-establishment. It's anti Freemasons, it's it's anti-bad, okay, you guys? So just, just look into that with open eyes. What were you saying? <laughs> did you see the did you see the guy that went to Zelensky, whatever, the Ukraine president and gave him his Grammy? No. <laughs> it's such a joke, dude. It is such to me, guys, I can't. I honestly I can't act like it's real. I, I really can't. It's such because if you look into the act uh, I I said actor. <laughs> The president of Ukraine, you can find so many videos of him acting on like reality television and like doing dance on TV and stuff like that. It's not even funny. So the fact that everyone thinks that this is real when there's a guy going up to him, like sobbing, giving him a Grammy it is insane. <laughs> People, I can't I can't think it's real, Derek. I honestly can't go along with it at all. Ukraine is the number one harbor of pedophiles, sex trafficking and they, that is a safe haven for criminal money and criminal empires. You think it's by happenstance that right as Biden was getting elected into the office that he threatened their their attorney general to to drop this. I don't remember what exactly it was or he would fire him. And oh, so he dropped it. You guys, they've been playing into the Ukraine card, just warming you up to this idea forever. And that's because that's where their safe haven is. Okay, so like this is where their money's at. This is where they're they all come from over there. Okay, so it's it's just sick. And if you guys, there's a million things that should wake you up. Uh, that's why we try to cover everything because yeah, something's gonna work for you and it'll work for somebody else. And uh, that's why we we do try to express these different things. But uh, getting back to Trump and five G, what Trump did was he made it where the fifteen year process of rolling out a new frequency onto the public like 5G, he made it where that's a 90-day process, okay? You don't develop issues within 90 days of being 
subjected to something because the human body is a beautiful thing and it's very adaptable and it can be put through a lot before it actually starts to give. Uh, and so by them re- changing it from 15 years to 90 days, they effectively made it where these major corporations who uh, Nokia, okay, everybody knows Nokia if you're if you're old enough to know Nokia, where'd they go? Nokia is the largest producer of 5G towers in the world. They are the largest producer. And you know what the CEO of Nokia said publicly is that if they get enough nanoparticles through the jab into the people that they wouldn't have to put as many towers up because you would amplify the 5G signal as it hits your body and you would you would act as a conductor to get it to the next person and to the next person and to the next person. This 5G is not the same as 4G. It is completely different. Uh, first of all, the way it works is it's got uh, more wavelengths per millimeter than 4G. It's got million more, like it's way more. And so instead of being hit by one uh, one wavelength in every square millimeter of your body, you're getting hit by millions. So it's 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 tenfold more radiation that your body's enduring from these things. And Trump is the reason why it is out on the public right now. If it wasn't for him, you, me, and everybody in between, we would still be on 4G, which was much safer. And let's face it, guys, 5G is not that much faster than 4G. And if you are so impatient that you can't wait 0.05 of a second for your website to load and you need 5G, then you're just massively a part of the problem. I wonder if people are realizing that at the end of the day, because it is not much faster. If not, it seems like the exact same to me. So I wonder if people are kind of like in their subconscious kind of realizing that. It blows my mind that like anybody would care that much about a half of a second load time. Like, yeah, you guys, please just figure out what if if the product, if if. The product is free, like websites and all of these different things that you could go browse for free. You're the product. Yep. If you that, that, for, that is something I want to reiterate to everyone. Can you say that one more time? If you are not paying for it, you are the product. Facebook, TikTok, any of these websites that you could go to and create a free account, you're the product. They're taking all of your data. They're selling it to these multi-billion dollar corporation conglomerates, and they're using it to construct a a world where they actually run simulations in this mm. computer called the D-Wave, okay? They've taken all of the data that you've ever used, every like you've ever done, everything you've ever disliked, every negative comment. They've taken all of this information and they built a version of you inside of a D-Wave computer. This D-Wave computer runs 100-year simulations, three of them a second. So every one second, this computer runs three 100-year simulations, okay? And what that does is they could input something like Corona and see what it's going to do. They could input something like making Biden the office and see how you're going to react. They could put Trump in office in this simulation and see how the people are going to react. So nothing that they do is by chance. They've actually taken all of the data that you've ever introduced into the world, and they have run simulations so that they could best understand what they can do to completely and utterly control what happens i've seen places say that some of those um computers can run simulations on your 
um, online profile that they've built of you and <laughs> like basically figure out when you're going to die and where you're going to die. And stuff. So they, they built a profile on you and then they run simulations over and over and over and over so that they can, Hey, like they know you better than you know you. And I'm, I know that sounds like weird, but they do. Why? Well, because you operate mostly on your subconscious mind. Okay. So a lot of the things that you actually do and your reactions and these things, they're not even coming from you consciously. You're, you're literally being controlled by your subconscious mind, which is being controlled by the narrative. Okay. 95% of all of the decisions you've ever made in your life come from your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is programming you endured from birth till eight. If you were growing up and these people are pounding fear into your head, they're pounding control, they're pounding this and that into your head. That's what you're going to respond to. And so they, they literally know you better than you because they know your subconscious and you don't. Yep. hundred percent. Um, I know that you wanted to get into kind of mortgages and insurance a little bit. So I want to guide you down that path, Derek. Um, how do you view that kind of stuff as far as us being well, completely molested? Well, so you guys all remember Obamacare, right? Where our government was going to fix the the in, insurance agencies of the world and we were going to have good health care at affordable price. They called it the Affordable Care Act. You guys, like, I just want you to think about it. Think about how much you spend. If you go to the emergency room, they're charging you $45 for an aspirin. You want to know why your insurance is $600 a month for a family of three? It's because they are charging you $45 for an aspirin. If the government even slightly gave a crap about you and the cost you're paying for health insurance, they would not allow the hospitals to sell you an aspirin for $45. They wouldn't allow it. And if they weren't allowed to do that, then guess what? Your insurance would not be so much money because it does not stop at the aspirin. It is in everything. Everything at the hospital is completely built in uh, ridiculous. And so what I'm getting at is this is what we call a lobbyist. You guys, the pharmaceuticals, the big, the big healthcare of the world, they pay the government to allow this kind of thing to happen the same way they allow, they paid the government to allow banks to sell you your own trust at an interest if the government really cared about you, if they really cared about the environment, if they actually cared in general, they would put a stop to so much of the things that are happening around you, but instead they promote them. They promote them, they allow it, they get on the TV and they tell you that you're the problem. And they convince you that we're the problem. Uh, we're doing too much that's causing harm or this we're not eating healthy we didn't get the vaccine blah 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 and they're they're pounding it into your head that this high cost of living this high cost of health care all of this stuff is not only your fault but your responsibility when they are the ones who are controlling your environment which controls disease okay this is all a scam you are being played on the most the biggest level possible and my number one thing that i just really hope you guys understand is if we reveal these monsters they are done everybody asks why does the why do i care about the shape of the earth i i could almost care less about the shape of the earth if it was not connected to the biggest scam in the history and that's our reality 
They've stolen our essence and they gave us a nonsensical story. And we are all just characters in their little game. And until you wake up and you see that you're being played, you are part of the problem. I remember how mad I was the moment I was realized that I'd been played like a fiddle by Trump. Um, <laughs> that That is literally what's going on. Anybody that is participating in the blue versus rare and red narrative, whether you think that Democrats are so stupid and or Republicans are so stupid, like how could they be so stupid? These people are all humans, just as, just like people over in Afghanistan. Those people, if you cut them, will all bleed red. We're all trying to figure it out, and we're all just in this messed up realm of propaganda, and, and every country is getting different forms of propaganda. If you think that like the American war movies are a modern day form of propaganda. That is not how the story is going over in these other countries. When we go and try to establish a central bank over there, because they've, because a lot of countries were starting national banks and they were doing really well backing their currency with gold and things like that. And so what would we do? We would go in and we would take our central banks with our strong arm government and we would slaughter people and establish a central bank. So you, you can see over time what these guys have done and what their intentions are, and it's just a matter of actually opening your mind up to realizing that every single side of it is doing that. Anybody – again, anybody that's on the world stage is probably being controlled. If you're getting in front of a TV uh, – if you're getting in front of a camera that's live streaming to TV, there's no way that you're not controlled, especially – as far as being the president of the corporation slash president of the United States, they're not letting a president come in and, oh, fight off all of the, the pedophiles and just save the world. And no, 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 no. He's wearing the, the Jewish cap just like everybody else when he goes over there. They're all a part of the system. They're all a part of the game and they're all a part of the stage. And the And the person that's leading and directing is NASA, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Not literally NASA, but, you know, it all stems there. Well, so what NASA actually is and what I've come to realize is uh, if you wanted to embezzle this kind of money out of your people, you would have to make them believe something is real so that they don't mind paying taxes on it. But out of the $69 million a day that goes into NASA, barely any of it goes into fooling you. And I, I absolutely despise when people tell me, that the governments don't want money because the governments print the money. You guys, the governments are full of people who want your freaking money. They they are paid by these corporations, by these lobbyists, by people from NASA. They they are being paid. Where do you think these presidents who make a quarter million a year have $20 million a year coming in? Or any of these politicians who don't have a job other than politicians, they have million-dollar homes. You guys, they... the, the the government is not an entity. So like, get over that. The people who run the government, they want your money. So for those of you who've ever said that to me, I've never responded to it because it absolutely irritates the crap out of me. The people who run the government want your money. The government is a label for the people who run the world. It's not, it's not something. It is, it is the people who run it, okay? They want your money and they want it bad. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this quote of me saying uh, – of this guy um, literally saying right here, Montague Norman telling everyone by dividing the voter through the political party system, we can get them to expend their energies in fighting for questions of no importance. 
the two-party system is a distraction, and that's all it is, and it's to divide and conquer. That's just their art of war. That's how they do things. But um, just as, just like with the um, Zionists getting kicked out of every country, I don't think a lot of people realize that um, Freemasonry is very similar, where a lot of countries were kind of saying, we don't want this here. Like, we don't want to, to have Freemasonry here because it's uh, affecting our governments and everything. And the, a perfect example of this is a guy named William Morgan. This guy was writing, and he he professed that he was going to write a book exposing Freemasonry because, again, it, the ties to Freemasonry at our founding and everything are so prominent. Um, I just want to read this paragraph to everybody. William Morgan was a brick mason in Batavia, New York. The people in Batavia did not have the most positive view of Morgan. He was often looked at as an uneducated, shrew, and careless man, often arrested for his disputes, and then had to be bailed out by by Masonic charity. It is hard to say if Morgan was actually a mason or not. Um, some believe he had become a mason at the lodge in Rochester, and others believed he only attended the meeting as an imposter, pretending to be somebody he wasn't in order to gain passage into the very private meetings. Once it became known that Morgan might not actually be a member of Freemason of the Freemasons, he started they started to look into Morgan to ensure he no longer attended the meetings. At this time, at the same time Morgan announced that he was going to publish a book exposing the Freemasons and telling the world about their rituals, secrets and procedures, and uh, Morgan did this very publicly and did not shy away from talking about the book. He, uh, he was writing in public to friends and even strangers at the local bar. Not too long after Morgan announced he was writing a book, he was arrested for some little charge that was so insignificant it is unknown. And after he was released, it is said that uh, he left in a coach with several other men. From there, Morgan is believed to have been taken to Fort Niagara, um, and that is where uh, Morgan was allegedly murdered and dumped into Lake Ontario. So this guy was about to write a book to expose like the handshakes, the rituals, everything like that. But also uh, just in, in history, other countries were just saying that they were not down. They were literally lynching Freemasons out of their countries and stuff like that. So I just wanted to bring that up with everybody and bring that into your frame of mind that these weren't open. This this wasn't open, and there was plenty of pushback. I don't know if you realized this or if you saw this in your research, um, Derek, but from my research, like there was pushback to the Federal Reserve System and the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, and there just wasn't enough back from the people is why it didn't end up happening or didn't have any huge effect on what was being formed it did 100 the reason why how they were able to do this they were able to generate uh the public's support by making the crash in the stock market making the current banks that just housed your money for you because banks used to just house your money so you didn't have to carry gold or have it in your house it was a house for your money and they crashed these these old school banks. And in doing so, they generated a third party that is much more secure and this and that. And they created the Federal Reserve. You guys, these people, they they destruct us so they could bring us back. I, I just kind of want to bring something to your guys' attention. In 1960s, the government signed into law where they could, it was now legal for corporations and big money to invest into real estate and charge you to live for profit. Prior to this, you could make profit off of real estate only if you paid it all off and then resold it. You couldn't buy it and sell it for more. You you could only get the money out of it. After, you live in it for 20 years, you own the house, and then if you sell it, you get your money back. That's how it used to work. 
Uh, but they changed that. They made it where big corporations could actually invest their money and sell the houses for a profit, okay? So in, in the 80s, America was going in through a recession, okay? We went through the Great Depression, and then there's a recession in between the 74 and uh, the 80s. What happened during this? The people stopped spending money with these big corporations, and these corporations' stocks were plummeting, and they were starting to lose money. So what they did, they took their money, they invested it into the real estate, to the housing market, and they quadrupled the value of a house overnight. So these people were buying them and selling them for a profit. The people who owned their houses prior to this, their home was now worth four times as much. And a lot of people think, oh, four, that's awesome. No, it is not. When your house is worth four times more this year than it was last year, you're paying four times as much taxes. So say if you, you're paying $400 um, a year for your taxes and that's all you had to pay because you owned your house, right? $400, cool. Okay, back then that's, you know, enough money to like not shake a stick at. But at the same time, when that money quadruples or times is by six, now it's $2,400 a month or a year. Now, now it turned into $200 a month instead of $400 for the year. And people started to lose their houses. And this was, be, this was all by design because they needed people to lose their houses so that they could pay the interest rate on the Federal Reserve money that they were loaning. Okay, so how did they offset this increase in home costs? Well, they gave you more money at minimum wage. Good thing, right? Wrong. When they increased your minimum wage, they increased the amount of taxes that you spend because when you, when first of all, you make more, you pay more taxes. Your house costs more. Guess what? You have to work more. The more you work, you pay more taxes. Okay. So this is what inflation is all about. Inflation is about hiding the, the corporate greed and the taxes that our government are stealing from us because the more they inflate the market, the more you have to work, the more you have to make to be able to live in this market. And therefore, the more taxes you pay, the more property taxes you pay, every single thing gets more expensive. Sales tax, income tax, property tax, all of it. Your gas on tax, your, like if you're a cigarette smoker, your cigarette taxes, all of these different things inflate. And when they do that, you are paying more taxes because every dollar you pay in taxes is determined by the amount of money you make or the amount of money you spend. Increase that volume, you increase the taxes, okay? And again, don't tell me that the government doesn't want your taxes, okay, because the people do. Yeah, they do. That's why, or else usury wouldn't be a thing. Of course they want your money. They want to give you money, and then they want to charge you money for giving you that money on top of that money. Um, but that not that funny how that first quote that I brought out literally just explains all the things that you're encompassing for everyone? When through process of law the common people lose their homes, they will become more docile and more easily governed. Like, that, like Derek is saying, we are being priced out of the market. I don't know. Um, like if you guys are in the younger generation like us, whether you're older, whatever, like if you and if you were in my shoes, like I'm 25, I can't go and just get a house for $70,000 like you did back in the day. We are being completely priced out of the market in the interest rates. And the just the, if you were to go get a home right now, the payment would be double that it was like last year or something. So this is obviously coming to a head, I believe personally. Within the next year, two, three, um, I don't know how much. I don't even know if it can go that long. It might be within months from what 
it's looking at right now with how bad interest rates are and everything and and how like literally with De- what Derek explained in the first um hour saying that the Federal Reserve is putting up walls around their building something could definitely be coming really soon and um we should be watching out for it cuz these guys again it's called revelation of method they tell us everything that they're doing and they put it out there in a way that all of them can gimmick and laugh about it while and and think that the masses are so stupid for believing it I was literally about to bring that up because I find it to be really important that you guys study symbolism and understand how this works. These people, you have free will. They cannot force you into things. They could pretend like they are by saying you're going to lose this or that. And then at the end of the day, oh, it wasn't mandatory. Uh, they tell you everything that they do to you before they do it. They they forecast it by things like airing the Federal Reserve, having a freaking wall around it. These things are all done with intention of laughing at you because they know that the people are just so caught up in the idea of fitting in that they, they'll just agree with whatever they see on the TV. You guys just look around, see how people respond. You you could tell that people say the things that they say because that's the thing to say based off of the news or the music or whatever. Hardly any actual thought could be found anywhere. And when you do find this actual thought, none of it is ever supportive over the system. Everybody who actually thinks for themselves see this for what it is and they speak up against it. But because people need and love this system so much, they hate the fact that anybody would dare. And I think a lot of it also has to do with jealousy. I think a lot of people are just so jealous that you have enough audacity to stand up and you've got a strong enough backbone to stand up that they're jealous that they can't do that because they can't swallow their pride. They can't admit that they were fooled and damn you for doing that because you just made me look bad. And so they'll come out and they'll project their their dislike for themselves onto you because guess what? They're energy vampires. What that means is they see somebody like Caleb or myself who feels good about ourselves. You feel like we're doing the right thing. And they come onto our pages and they'll attack you because they want to see Caleb go from being a smiley, happy kid to upset. And guess what? Where did that energy go? Caleb is now upset that the person who made Caleb or me, I, I'm guilty of it more probably, uh, now Phil's. I used to, dude. You have no idea. I'm I want to know, leave in the comment sections if any subscribers are listening to this episode that would watch my 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 first page, my OG videos. When dude, I when I first found out the earth was flat, I had so much energy. I would just turn on my phone and I would scream for like hours sometimes i would get on lives and just go nuts with like 90 to 200 people sitting alive i would just go crazy so i wonder if anybody um remembers that because i used to get i used to be so easily influenced by um what people thought or what people commented i would get anxious things like that and now i've realized that like adults aren't i don't want to say that adults aren't adults but they're not like we really all are figuring this shit out uh, one step at a time, essentially. Like, all of the older generation was completely propagandized in one way. We're being completely propagandized in another. There's never been a true just history and a true normal, natural way of living life because 
we've always had influence by these secret societies and these governmental bodies over us controlling and again from these quotes feeding us what we're going to believe what we like our opinions forming everything and and we all run around thinking that it's ours cuz when i look back i don't know if you can relate to this but when i look back garrick to when i thought that trump was a good guy literally all of my opinions were formed by what i heard from him and what i heard from other republicans and things like that and i'm not saying that's still not going on today i'm still influenced by people in the truth community obviously we're all going to be like that that's how things are that's how society works that's how humans interact and that's how we learn and get and get to a better place we have to stand on the shoulders of others to get to another to get to a higher place like with alchemy like alchemy derived um chemistry derived straight from alchemy it's literally in the word but everyone shits on alchemy saying that it's bad but literally chemistry is standing on the shoulders of alchemy they're standing on all the science that they discovered from alchemy they just don't know it so uh like people just at the end of the day we got to just look at this from a bird's eye view and and to a lot of people this is straight up obvious but that's why we want to do these episodes we want to cover literally everything so that nobody after listening to every one of our episodes nobody could stay in the matrix well and common sense is so far from common anymore because as you were saying Kayla, people uh they they just kind of fit in with where like other people and other brands and whatever so because this is a natural part of our existence you guys just try to lean yourself towards people who who are trying to help and make things better and these different things but i just kind of want to point out the hypocrisy behind science and the the hate for alchemy as you were saying uh if you believe in science and you believe that we are nothing but evolved monkeys and we actually grew from the earth and uh that we're not created how is it that you could reject alchemy alchemy is the science of the studies of nature on the human body different interactions with different herbs and different combinations of these if we come from the earth should it not make common sense and be it should reason that so should the medicine and not from man-made synthesized in a lab nonsense that is not far from nature it just doesn't make any sense it really doesn't have you seen what's been going on with the midterm elections right now yeah so um i've been trying to follow it because me living in oregon is kind of uh, we're gonna we need a, a good person here for sure but uh, I haven't really looked into any national wise I know Republicans are winning they're gonna win which is gonna be interesting well uh, what, well I wanted to bring this up specifically the what's going on in Arizona and other places apparently are having 20 percent voting locations experiencing hiccups with tabulators so essentially what's happening is is exactly what happened in the 2020 election where and also i want to bring this makes me bring up another point but um the tabulators are literally switching votes from red to blue blue to red either one way or another so they're trying to completely skew the election again and in my idea like obviously this doesn't mean jack squat to me this doesn't mean dog shiz to me because i would never vote and i don't think that either side are good but what they're doing is they're again doing revelation of method telling everybody oh yeah the election system's off by 20 percent. yeah don't expect it to be completely on and then expecting everyone to be cool with it nobody's standing up 
Nobody's going in on Facebook and saying, hey, we all need to meet up and like freak out because that's exactly what social media was created for so that we would go on our phones and we would type our thoughts instead of going into public and congregating together and, and, and influence each other, being within that six feet biofield and influencing each other by being around each other and speaking our truth. Instead, we just go on Facebook and type, oh, I'm mad at the government. Blah, blah, blah. Trump's the best. Biden's the best, blah, blah, blah. That's what people are doing now. Nobody's grabbing a pitchfork and getting pissed off and going outside. Well, and 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 if you look at this compared to other countries, do you know what's going on in Brazil right now? Oh, yeah, like uh, a major uprising in Brazil right now. They're Which trying- is completely being hidden, but that's not the only country that that's happening in. I can't remember the other countries, but there's other countries where they're messing with the elections because the people are wanting real honest people in government, and the government's not wanting those people in. So they're bringing in their guy. They're bringing in their little their little robot that they've 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 um they've cushioned and they've made into their perfect little puppet they put those people up no matter what anybody votes because if anybody if you look into the electoral college in and of itself in america the electoral college at the end of the day decides who the president of the united states is and if you think that your vote is they're literally telling you right here they're switching it they're telling you that they're using machines that are switching your votes and nobody's freaking out and people are literally still giving their public information to these psychopaths yeah, uh, just a little real quick touch on that, um, the Electoral College thing. And uh, we might have talked about it before, but the way that is designed and this is and again, they hide everything. They want you to think that it, your vote counts. They want you to think that you actually participated. Uh, nobody's voting. You you could drop a ballot off, but your vote is not going to in any way sway what they do. Uh, but how the Electoral College works is. They it, there's major cities like Dallas, uh, Los Angeles, New York. If they had, if it was purely uh, popular vote, those there's like six cities in the country that would vote would completely control the whole United States. Those six cities because Dallas has twice as many people in its city limits as Oregon does in the whole state. Same thing with California and these different things. So they, they'll tell you, and I just only saying this because I want people to like. I want it to be clear uh, that the electoral college is designed to make it where uh, each state only has a set amount of votes, like six. California's got like 23 or something. Uh, The smaller you are, the least you have. But what this does is it stops one city from like if everybody in L.A. voted for one person, uh, then California itself would completely sway the whole United States. But if they put a cap on it with 23 then what that does is like they could have 20 million votes or 10 million votes. California only holds 23 points in the whole election. And so it is supposed to be a safeguard, but it's also at the same time a, a means of controlling because instead of having to forge millions of different votes, they could just change this. And now all of a sudden, look, California is 23 instead of having to like adjust for it, uh, just I, I don't know how important that is to know, but I just it is something that uh, is a it's, little it's bit good general information that I think a lot of people aren't thinking about. But, yeah, I totally agree. It's it's like a safeguard for them to like if they don't get the yes. guy that they're 100 percent wanting, they'll they'll use that. But at the end of the day, how I see it, I think both people are obviously propped up. So uh, it, it is a weird system that we've got going on here to oh, just yeah. I think to give the American people the illusion that they're deciding and that we're all free again at the end of the day. Well, uh, so it, I really want you guys to think about this. Think about 
if you if you actually do believe in the political party and you believe that your vote counts when the opposing party wins you believe that that person won because the majority of the population wanted it if you knew that that person was selected and they were placed in office and your vote did not matter we would revolt but because they've tricked you they're manipulating your mind They've tricked you into believing that the reason why this person won is because more people wanted that. And so you, as a decent person, you're going to be like, well, I, you know, I guess that's what the people wanted. It's not what I wanted, but okay. And so they're using this to completely and utterly control you. The illusion of freedom is a far better control mechanism than any type of slavery. And so they know this. And this is going back to the founding of the United States. This is what I actually think the United States is, is a massive ploy to convince the people that we're free. So that way there we don't see the cage. We're not in a physical cage. You don't physically have shackles on your feet. You've got shackles on your mind. And that is a hundred times more restraining than any shackle on your feet because you you can't control like you could have a slave, but you can't control what they think by beating them. It's never going to work. But you can control the information that they know and com- like get into their mind that way and make them believe they're free, make them believe they're making their own decisions. And then they'll work harder. They'll pay more taxes. They won't revolt. And they'll just be good little sheep who are being farmed by these corporations because they don't even know enough to see that they've been enslaved. And that's the whole point of our podcast, you guys, bringing awareness to who you are and what is happening around you. Awareness is consciousness. Everybody could agree that if we were more conscious, that we would be better off, that everybody would be better off if everybody was more conscious. Consciousness is nothing but awareness. And when you bring awareness to the things that need to be changed, you are going to raise the consciousness of the world. Yep, and that's at the end of the day. That's what we encoded in the name of our podcast, Unearthing 5D Reality. It's not like in some new age thing. It's just we're trying to unearth the the sides of the mental aspect or the of what we remember or what we were supposed to be taught as children. We're trying to figure it out now all together on this website. Exactly. And Caleb, as you were saying, like new agey and this, like anything that makes you triggered, you should really step back and just think about it and say, "Is am I mad at New Age because of this or that? Uh, they're programming you. And what why they've programmed us into hating these certain things is because what they've done with the truth is they've cut it into little slices and they scattered it everywhere. And so everything has some truth, but it's riddled with lies. And so when you when you hate everything but what you were taught as a child, Christianity, whatever it is, you, you won't even think about looking over there. You won't even think about it because you were taught to hate it. And really, you're sitting here with a salt and pepper of lies, and you, you, you don't even care to look into it because you were taught to love what you were taught. And so essentially, you guys, what, what everybody needs to understand is that if we look everywhere and we appreciate the Hinduisms for their beautiful diversity, we appreciate the true Jewish community, we appreciate these and that, then what we can actually do is we could drop our bias and we could allow for the truth to come together. But because we were, we've were we been divided and taught to hate the other ones, the truth will never be reunited with itself until the people reunite with themselves. 
Yep, 100%. And that's something that um, me and you definitely should go into, and I'd love to go into because I'm really interested in studying mysticism right now. So in a future episode, um, we'll have to go into like religions and, and what we feel about them because I know a lot of our community wants to hear our opinions on you know Christians or you know all of that. And, and we've kind of detailed that a little bit here today. I think that all of them have truth in them. I think that all of them said the earth was flat, so <laughs> I agree to them to some extent, right? Yeah, well, you just gave me a wonderful idea. Uh, I'm going to talk to the developer. Let's put a vote on there where we could like pick like a few different things. Yeah, we need to. We definitely need to figure something out to integrate that. Then that's kind of what we were going to do with our live streams. I know I don't know where we're at with that, but just for everybody that is listening um, in the second hour, because you guys are all members, we do plan on getting to the point where we'll be able to do exclusive live streams just for members, which would be sick to interact with you guys to because we know that this is a community that cares most. We know that you guys are probably taking our content and 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 looking at it and trying to learn further and, and doing more than that. So I'm excited that we got a functioning. Um, um, comment section and as you guys can probably tell the only people that can comment in the comment section and this is how i told um our developer to set it up is the members so um we want your guys's feedback uh more than anyone else's because if i just allow everybody to come in here and comment well we're saying dinosaurs aren't real shit's gonna get crazy yeah we we <laughs> want to create a safe like lack of a better word a safe place for you to be open-minded for you to yeah. find the truth and not worry about being attacked. I, I used to have my TikTok set up like that where only friends could comment. Uh, but the TikTok has been unfollowing my friends and make like literally like unfollowing people who I communicate with once a week, who I've been following forever to just unfriending them. So it got to the point where I like I couldn't keep up with the the re-adding people so they could comment. They people thought I was getting mad at them where they thought I unfriended them for a reason. Uh, and it, I, I personally really 100% care about every one of you, like with all my heart. So like that kind of thing was bothering me. So I, I did switch it and I try to block the people who would ever make any of you feel uncomfortable, but here we can set it up where it's only for the followers, right? Because it's super important for you to be able to have an open mind and not worry about what the sheep are going to come in and try to rattle your cage with. Yeah, well, that's exactly what's going on anywhere else other than this platform is if you go on to social media, you'll see people commenting, oh, you know, water does curve because gravity, whatever they're commenting. That's stupid to try to dis dissuade everybody away from the truth. You're not going to get that here where we can go back and forth and kind of just try to figure out kind of exactly what's going on. Because at the end of the day, me and Derek have no idea what's going on here. We're just trying to figure it out episode by episode, and we're trying to get the information out. Um, in the fashion that we think that you guys can digest it and, and take it and run with it and, and tell your family and friends and um, share the episode and wake up more people. So, um, but I don't want to go too far into that um, and take us off track of our topic. Um, is there anything else dying that you want to get across to everybody, Derek, that's on your mind um, about the government and the history of our governments um, and, and what's gone on in our past? Well, so we've been trying to tie all of this together, right? We've been trying to tie the big banking to the big governments and to the corporations who run the pharmaceutical. Uh, so essentially, you guys, what you need to know about all of this is there is not a single one of these industries where the same people are not involved, okay? The big oil, big pharmaceutical, big education, they were all developed and created by the Rockefellers, Okay, this is the name of so in something you should understand about these the the royal families 
is that they have a front man just like anybody else, just like the government has a front man for Jeffrey Epstein. So they don't get busted um, doing what they were doing to children. They could just throw Jeffrey over and it's be done. That's what the Rockefellers are. Okay, so uh, they're the people who are the face, but they're not the top that they are just the ones who are pulling the strings uh, are the one they're the ones who are whose strings are being pulled by those above them and they're in between the truth and the people who have taken over so every single one of these are all tied together with the same people bank the the rockefellers are part of the big banks they're part of the big pharmaceutical big oil all of these industries were all funded by the rockefellers if you don't know that pharmaceutical drugs are 99% petroleum, you should look into that. Let me say that again. Pharmaceutical drugs are 99% oil, okay? These people are, the, they've implemented their energy uh, tactic into everything. It's in your medicine. It's in your food. It's in your power that lights your lights up. Caleb and I were having this discussion of uh, what happens if we run out of diesel, right? Well, the power grid is powered by coal, it's powered by fossil fuels, quote unquote, fossil fuels. And so when you remove this energy, one of them, it, it's detrimental to the entire society. You guys, if you could, if you could just imagine a world where energy is free and energy is abundant, that right there in itself is enough to completely take the whole world out of this scenario that we're in and propel us into a beautiful existence. You're everything you don't get to travel because it's expensive for an airplane ticket it's expensive for this and they're lying to you about that just sidetrack but uh everything that you do the cost of energy is built into it okay there and this is all by design this is part of their education plan all of it and so when when we the people actually realize who holds the power and it's not them that's without us they're nothing Without them, we are still here, okay? Might be a little harder to start, but we don't need them. And the moment we all realize that we, the people run the factories, the people run the power plants, the people drive the trucks, it's all on us. It's all us. They are sitting on top, but we don't need them there. We don't need them there because we do the work. They don't do anything. So when we figure out that, hey, we could be doing all of this for us, instead of for the few corrupt bastards sitting on the top of this, it, it could change overnight. You guys, it could change overnight. That's a conversation that we need to probably have and reach out to is Owen, because he's a perfect example. If you guys don't know who Owen Benjamin is, he was a comedian. He was in the mainstream, and then he found truth. He found the moon landings were fake, started exposing it, was completely kicked out, blah, blah, blah. Um, <clears throat> this guy is off-grid. With a community growing their own food, they have cows, they do trading, they do bargaining. They're like living what we should be doing right now. And they still have, you know, obviously they have modern phones, they have internet, things like that. He does his live streams on his website and everything. Um, that is the worst that it gets, guys. If we don't have government, that's as bad as it gets. As we all start helping each other out, we start figuring out how to plant food again and how to grow food and how to sustain ourselves off of the land. Because at the end of the day, if you could take care of your water, your food, and where you sleep at night, you wouldn't need the system at all. You wouldn't need any of it. Yep. And we are getting close to the top of the hour. Uh, I just want to leave you guys with a, with a little thought that, you know, might grow into something beautiful within your mind. 
Uh, every single person who participates in the society, like everything is already there. We make enough for everybody to have. There's more houses than there are people. There's more cars than there are people without cars. It's all there. It's all there already. But there is a profit in the way. And I know I'm going to be called socialist. I'm going to be called communist, whatever. But I firmly believe that we the people could supply we the people with all that we need. And that the whole idea of profit being in the middle doesn't even need to be there. We could all do what we can for society. If you could build houses, build houses. If you could drive a truck, drive a truck. If you could grow food, you grow food. And society thrives and takes care of itself. Instead of society turning all of its profit over to one conglomerate and then that conglomerate drizzling down, drip down economics, we don't need that. If you've got a bag of Doritos in your in your house, there's a 100,000 bags of Doritos sitting on a shelf right now for every one bag that's in the house. Okay, these we we have to produce thousands of times more than we need because these people want to sell it to us. But if we produced what we needed instead of what they taught us to want, we would be able to take care of ourselves. Society is primed for humanity to take over, to remove these monsters and to create a world where it is a self-sufficient community where we all do what we can and society does what they can and we take care of each other. You guys, this whole idea of a profit-based economy, is it's brainwashing. It's not necessary. People do not need to be profiting billions off of you. You put in the work. You take the risks. We should all take the reward as well. Yeah, and I think that all that system can only work if everybody's educated and kind of on a similar page, not divided again. So that's uh, what's, what's awesome about Owen's community is they're all fully aware that the moon landing's fake, that the earth is flat, things like that. And I think that more communities that pop up like that can completely change the world. So um, I want to eventually get to a point like that where we're buying land and uh, maybe people are moving out that have skills and we'll eventually build the community up to a point where we merge and create just a super section of Americans to fight the guy. I don't know what's going to go on here, but um, uh, this episode, I think that this is a great just overall reminder, if anything, to everybody that is kind of stuck in the nine to five, which me and Derek are too. We have jobs, you know, <laughs> we're still in it as well. Um, run into our jobs. It, it, it's sometimes hard to get into this mindset of realizing that this is even all going on, that that the red is versus the blue, but they're all part of the same side at the end of the day. It's all just like, it's like a show. It's like a reality TV show that they're putting on for everybody that everyone doesn't realize is reality TV. Um, so I, that's the goal of this episode today. I know that me and Derek just wanted to get everyone kind of thinking about this with the midterms going on and also with what's going on with the Federal Reserve and what's going on with inflation, everything like that. I think this is a good time to um, kind of give everybody at least a, maybe not a maybe not a warning, but kind of like a warning. Like with all this stuff that I'm seeing, I was really young during 2008. I didn't really know what was going on. I was in like, I don't know, middle school or something, elementary. I don't remember, but um, I, I didn't care. And, and now that I'm seeing this the way it is, the signs are obvious. And it, this looks exactly like 2008 where I, I would get some gold, get some silver, get some crypto that you're confident in. Um, if you want to know my choices, I'm into XRP, XLM, Algorand, the ISO 20022 coins, um, which it, it, the government is going to eventually use as a messaging system from what I can tell to, to use to send cross-border payments. Uh, 
across the flat earth. Um, and yeah, so that that's what I would do is get prepared. Derek, do you have anything else that you want to get across to everybody in the second hour, our beautiful members? Yeah, so uh, just a, like, I don't like saying warning, but a warning for you who do have cryptocurrency, do not leave it on a computer. There are devices you can get to withdraw the coins. You don't lose any money by not having it on the computer because you buy the set amount of coins and those coins are there and you put them on an off-grid wallet. And if the economy ever, if something does happen to technology and it crashes, you, yours will be fine. Yeah, yeah, these are called cold wallets. They're essentially not attached to the online network at all. They only send money through QR codes most of the time. Um, I have mine's called EliPal. So I'd get one of those, get ready. And and, and this is an opportunity for people as well. Like if you do have funds, because a lot of people are paycheck to paycheck, they don't have any funds to invest in anything. This is the time to create some assets in your life is because because I think that this could be the biggest generational transfer of wealth ever with what's going on with with the gold, the stockpiling of gold with Russia and um, China and everything. They're stockpiling more gold than ever. So even if you're not cool with the crypto, get some gold and silver, get something, get ready, because when when this market comes back, it could be huge for investments and things like that and getting the truth community into a better situation. So for anybody that is looking into um, investing in things like that, I'd say look into XRP. Um, I know Derek likes to buy um, like Shiba Inu and these coins and try to make a quick buck off of them. They could definitely do that. There's people have made hundreds of thousands of dollars of doing that. But um, as a long-term investment, I, I've been buying XRP because the government's labeling it as a security when it's completely not. We should we could do a whole episode on that in and of itself. But um, okay. other than that, Derek, do you have anything else that um, – we want to get across the viewers before we wrap up last well, so i do want to reiterate that shiba inu and dogecoin are not a long-term thing guys uh but they when you buy a cheaper stock you could buy more for the same amount of money therefore when the profits change it is massive uh so don't go investing your life savings into a, a cryptocurrency like those okay do invest in something like xrp something that does have substance but if you have five bucks to spare a day and you put it into something like Dogecoin, you could easily make a quarter million dollars over a period of a year. So uh, just, and then put that money in something secure, okay? Instead of being crazy about it. Uh, But what another thing guys is just like, it is a little dangerous to do this. And I don't want to create this financial, uh, I'm not trying to give you guys financial information. We are just kind of presenting yeah we're just we're just uh, we're just putting out thoughts like that's it just as far as investing i'm not saying take all your savings and throw it into xrp and xl no do your thorough research on all the coins make your decision we're just telling you kind of what we're doing in our plans because i hope that it helps some people out so a lot of people don't know what the frick to do with their money they're leaving it in savings you leave that in savings and there's a market crash you're not getting your money the bank won't have it they will freeze your account and you will not be able to do anything so i have gold in small increments silver in small increments so I can trade and bargain if something does happen. And this is just a doomsday scenario, but like I want to be up front. It kind of looks like something's going to be popping off with this wall and and it, all the prices are like 2008, the interest rates. It, it's looking like something's going to pop off. So yeah, it's definitely like not though. Definitely. Yeah, me too. That's what I was about to say is like, yes, it does look like that. But, but Caleb, I, I won't have the non doom and gloom view like I yep. remember. Uh, yep. And so prepare for the worst but expect expect the best okay try to try to manifest a better world like hope for the best 
but prepare for the worst. And if you if you operate like that amongst your your wealth, your health, all of these different things, then you you have a foundation. Okay, so just build a solid foundation for yourself. Understand that things can get bad, but also at the same time, try to create and bring up the good because. Like I said earlier, whether you believe you're physically manifesting it or if your actions, thoughts, and words are manifesting the world around you through the actions you take, uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter. They're both the same thing. So try to have positive thoughts. Try to bring bring this world up to a higher level where the people who are like suffering in the world, that we could all actually thrive and be one and lend a hand to the people who are in need instead of uh, walking by them like they're nothing. Because the most valuable resource the entire world has to offer is you. And the moment we realize that will be the moment that humanity rises from the ashes. Yep, yep, exactly. And you you can't help anybody out if you don't have money. At the end of the day, that is 100% how the world works. If you are broke and you're homeless, how are you going to be able to help your mom out? How are you going to be able to help your friend out when they need money or things like that? So we've got to get ahead and try to get ahead of this corrupt system that we're in so that we can use their corrupt form of mediums to create a better world, which I'm stoked about. I know that me and Derek are going to do, and, and that's at the end of the day the goal. So um, other than that, what I'd like to say to wrap up this episode to everybody – um uh, don't vote please don't ever go vote don't give them your your all caps name ever again we've got to do an episode on common law or not common law but it's the truth of um birth certificates we want to do all that but don't vote the 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 right wing and the left wing are part of the same bird you've heard all the quotes before trump isn't coming to save us joe biden is just a puppet to make everyone literally watch a stupid guy that can't even remember his own thoughts talk in front of the entire united states of america as the president and nobody's saying shiz the dude's literally like dementia ridden and and nobody's ripping him out of office like what we're seeing in politics nowadays is a complete joke um and, and now that i'm awake to it it is funny to watch on uh and i hope that everybody enjoys the show so other than that i'll let derek wrap up with our last um words and then uh, we'll close out the second hour of episode number 12 yeah thanks what i just want to say is thank you to all of you who are here we wouldn't be doing this without you. And at the end of the day, we are all in this together. And we're up against the largest economic structure in the entire world. So if, you're, if you've had negative thoughts about Caleb and I doing, building this the way we have, just know that really what we stand to gain by, by standing in the face of this is a better world, okay? Uh, to me, that's worth it. It's worth all of the time I've ever dumped into this. And it's worth all of the attacking and ridiculing that we're getting. And so I just hope you guys recognize and appreciate for for the the fight that we're doing. And just please spread this message. Give send the free episodes to your friends and families. Don't you don't need to suggest that they subscribe. Just get this word out there because a, a thought is one of the most dangerous things because it can grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. So if you could get these thoughts into their minds. It, it really can take over their view and help the whole world see this for what it is. Yep, exactly. And one other thing, um, before we close up the episode, we have added a couple things to our affiliate links. Again, if you guys are looking for health products, go through Fulveric, um, uh, Optimally Organic. You can get their Fulveric Minerals, their red pine needle oil over there, um, and plenty of other affiliate links. So use go over there, and all of our codes should be capital UNEARTH, capital U, UNEARTH. Um, if you do buy anything over there, but other than that, guys, thank you so much for listening again. Uh, I can't thank the members enough for subscribing. Um, other than that, I will close out episode number 12. Um, I love you. Bye guys.